Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yo, what is good guys and welcome back to another episode of Get the Belt, home of Melanin Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts. What is good guys? How are you doing? Don't you feel it in the air that things is getting back to normal? We had the Brit Awards this week. Yes, God, literally just yesterday. You know, things is coming out about clubs, you know, that coming coming back nights is coming back the things is the things are gone things are gone in britain anyway but we're going to talk all about that later on in miles measures welcome back guys welcome back it's good to be back thank you first and foremost for joining me again this week you know i love you guys thank you so much for listening to this podcast every single week, you guys are fucking tremendous. You know, supporting the black business, supporting the little LGBTQ things, you see me? Um, let's just get straight on with the show. Um, and it's time for Word of the Week. Now, you know, I'll be doing Word of the Week because I'll be wanting to inspire people. I want to inspire myself. And I generally take things you know, from my life that I've learned. So the word of the week this week is, I don't always know the answers. How about that? I don't always know the answers. Now I'm saying that because there's been times this week where I've been, you know, doing either so much, running from one city to another, you know, going from one job to another to another, you know, like just, 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 just on, just on. And I've got people asking me, be it um, friends, people that I'm, you know, employed by, or people that I am out here asking to do work, like asking me questions. And, you know, sometimes I've learned that and this is the first time in my life, really, where I've been real vocal and unapologetic about being like, you know what? I don't know. And it's so peculiar to me because I'm so used to being like knowing this and knowing that, you know, I like to be in control. Um, people throughout my life have proven countless of times that they just can't do shit the way I can. Like they cannot. 
Like I always end up being let down or, you know, having to wait outside of time frames that I wouldn't normally do if I was doing it or just things not being executed correctly. So like I'm just so used to just me doing everything, knowing the answers to everything, etc. But the past couple of weeks, whoa, whoa, it's not been the case. And, you know, I finally got comfortable I finally got comfortable and found a happiness and and like almost a sense of like, well, you're going to expect me to feel awkward saying I don't know. But do you know what? The onus is on you, like, because I don't know. I don't know the answer to whatever it is you're asking me, be it like what? Like, are you available, you know, in, in a month and a bit time or like, are you going to be able to work here or are you going to be able to fly then? Is you going to be? Da, da, da? And you know what? I don't know. Sis, girl, mind baby non-binds. I don't know. And before it would really make me feel like shit. Like, oh my God, I need, I need to know. Because otherwise I look dumb and I look silly. But you know what? I, I Fuck all of that shit. We can look intelligent and capable and also honest by just telling people, you know what? I don't have the answers. And it's not like every day, every question, I don't know. Because best believe, 95% of the time, I've got the answers and then some, okay? That's the kind of motherfucker I am. I've got the answers. You know, often known for, Miles got an answer for everything. Yes, Yes, <laughs> yes, up until now. <laughs> well, actually, no, Tedekai still have an answer for everything. But now a confident answer I have is I don't know. Boom. Now what? Now who looks mad? Now who looks weird? Because I feel fine saying that now. I have really found confidence in telling people I don't know. Oh, but we signed this contract. Yeah, but I don't know now because you know what? Look at COVID. Yeah. Oh, but are you going to be able to or can we? Can, I, I don't know because I've got to look after my nan. Well, I, I, sometimes I don't know if I'm going to feel like, like I don't know. So like my advice really is, you know, the word of the week, the word of the week that I want you guys to take into your to your week and to like, you know, your future is to start removing all of the all of these blocks, yeah, and all of these things that we've learned or been, you know, socialized into thinking that not knowing something makes you dumb or stupid or weak. It actually makes you feel and it actually makes you just in general powerful. Yeah. It makes you feel powerful. Next time you find yourself in a position where you genuinely don't like know an answer or know, um, yeah, when you don't know the answer to something, like stop forcing it. Like it's not, it's not by force. And if you don't know the answer, we're not never going to tell anyone to lie. Like never tell the truth and just look someone in their face and be like, I don't know. I don't know. When will you know? Same. I don't know. But when I do, I'll let you know. And boom. And, and and keep it moving. That way no one can hold you accountable and say, oh, but you said. But, but, but didn't you say that we would then be able to or that then you could and then you. 
I told you that I didn't know. So for you to expect anything from that or expect something from me or even sometimes for ourselves, like when am I going to, you know, save X amount of money by or when am I going to do that? I don't know. Boom. All of a sudden, pressure gone. <laughs> because sometimes we don't know, right? But yeah, that's my word of the week this week is that I don't always have the answers. I don't. And neither do you. And we really need to start standing in that truth of, you know, I don't know. Oh, well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was this week's Word of the Week. So it is now time to jump straight on in to Melanin Magnificence. This is quite a historical one this week. So my melanin magnificence this week goes to a woman by the name of Joanne Anderson. Now, I'm giving her melanin magnificence this week because she has become Liverpool's first directly elected black female mayor. Won't he do it? Honda BBB. Ashata. Now, this to me is amazing. It's going to be a very, you know, interesting situation to see how she navigates Liverpool. Because let's just not forget, Liverpool is extremely, extremely rooted in racism with their, a lot, lots of their, you know, foundings and beginnings, you know, starting in um, and around the slave trade. Like, wow, it was really... You know, it was really the shiny Pokemon of the slave trade in here in, in England. Like Liverpool was really vital and pivotal to so much of the business side of uh, the slave trade. So it has got it's it's got its history. Um, so to see not only a female, but the first black female uh, directly elected is it's great to see that change in uh, in Liverpool and to see and hear those voices being heard that want change, that are here for change. And her to have been navigating through such such waters to have made it and to, to have kept up her fight and kept on doing what she's doing to now be in the position that she is in. Um, yeah, so the election of Joan Anderson was one of... Uh, of the few good news stories for Labour on Friday. So Anderson, age 50, um, she beat Stefan Yip, I don't know who that is, but an independent, while the Conservative candidate Katie Burgess lost her deposit. Anderson won 59% of total votes. Like, wow. In her victory speech, uh, the left-wing socialist apologised to the people of the city for the political scandal that had erupted last December when the former, when the the former, wow, when the former mayor Joe Anderson, no relation by the way, that's not her brother, that's not her man's, you know, that they just happened to share the last name, but yeah, he was arrested over corruption claims leading to a damning, a damning um, emergency inspection of the council, and he is denied all wrongdoing by whatever but um uh joanne our girl our baby girl our black 
queen, our melanin magnificence, promised to put the city on a restorative path and that's the word she used and she said she wanted Liverpool to have the best accountability and transparency structures in the country describing herself as scouse and proud she said she was honored to be the first black woman in the role Liverpool has always been a city of firsts one that um one that does things differently and that that uh charters its own path Today, we made history. And they really did. Um, you know, I like the fact that she said we need to be transparent and have accountability because, like I said, Liverpool, it was, it was the things was happening in Liverpool, you know, and they clearly still are. So she definitely has a, her job cut out for her, but. Who better than a black woman to 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 get things together, you know? And 59% of the votes, the people knew. They knew, babes. They knew. Um, so, yeah. Congratulations um, to you, Joanne Anderson. Huge, huge, huge congratulations. Amazing to all the people that voted. Keep on voting. Our voice counts. Um, it's great to see more diversity, honest diversity at the top. Um in our governmental structures um and i'm just so here for it so yeah melanin magnificence this week goes to joanne anderson i hope everyone is good really 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 sending love to all of the listeners that honestly guys like Every time, like, you message me, every time you respond to something on an Instagram story, especially, like, relating, obviously, to Get the Bell, I really feel the urge to get back on this mic and really do do bits. Like, it feels like I'm not just, you know... What's the word? It feels like I'm... It feel, It just It just gives me more purpose. Like, I love putting it out, and it almost serves like a therapy... Like, a, not a therapy session, but a post therapy therapy session because obviously i have my therapies now um on fridays but it's just also nice to sit with me and just chat um and it becomes a lot more motivating you know when i hear you guys are enjoying it or responding to to things i put out or asking questions or suggesting topics which you you guys did this week and you you're really trying to get me cancelled you're trying to get me cancelled but you know what if you can't, if I can't keep it real and get the belt, then where the fuck am I keep it real? Okay, this is that podcast, no filter. I say it how it is, whatever. Okay, um, but I'm gonna answer these questions. Uh, but we'll do that later on. Uh, but otherwise, I've been good. I've been tired. I'm on the go. It, you know, is that eleven o'clock at night? I've done two jobs today. Done some editing. And, and other things it don't stop but here we are um anyway let's get into it with miles measures there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, oh... So I don't right. Sorry to start measure, Mars measures off so dark, but these you know this is why I've got this platform. This is why I've got this show. Yes, it's entertainment. Yes, we laugh, kiki ki, but we need to be speaking about shit that is really going down and shedding light on things. So, um, yes, unfortunately. Um, tragically, there was a brutal murder of a 20-year-old um, by the name of Ali Reza Faze Monfared. Uh, he lived in Iran and was... was I can't even speak. It's, it's just horrible. But he was murdered by a group of people after they found out that he was gay um i think three men have been arrested uh two men and then the third was allegedly his brother uh the mother was hospitalized when she found out about the killing uh he was killed after the army he was like rejected from the army basically out in iran yeah if like if you gay or like not straight basically they will like print a card out which is like you know you have been rejected from the army because of sexual what was it di- di- divergency or something like that one of one of them ting there and you know the people find out about it and iran isn't exactly you know the alphabet zoo, the most alphabet zoo friendly place to be. Okay. And so when this happened, um, his sexuality was made, you know, public news. And, you know, it's unfortunate that I, f- I think prior to this happening, him and his boyfriend were actually planning on fleeing, like not, not leaving, like fleeing. Cause it's that, dangerous there fleeing the country so that they could just live in peace and unfortunately these three men when they find out you know he was gay they tortured beat and brutally beheaded this 20 year old in like 
it is just heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Um, you know, this was a young man. Obviously, nobody is perfect, but, you know, the things that he put out there were, you know, him dancing along to TikTok videos, uh, loving to talk and be in the know of fashion. And he just seemed like a smiley, you know, one of them little twinks that just be running up and down Soho, London, that just loving their life and like a Britney song and just, you know just a bundle of energy just seemed like a real a real bundle of energy and unfortunately that that life was cut short because of something that really concerned absolutely no one other than the people that was sticking to him or he was getting stuck by like his why this ain't even get the belt section yeah but like I just really will never comprehend why, like, a brother, like, why a family member will be so pressed about someone's sexuality. So much so that, you know, they'll stop speaking to them. Or or, or worse, what happened here, like, killing them. Like, what makes them so pressed? Like, it's got literally nothing to do with you. It doesn't affect now how your brother's going to interact with you. You you ain't going to be sucking his dick. And he ain't going to be sucking yours. So why did you feel the need, you know, to behead or kill or even lay a hand? Like, homophobia for me, it makes sense. It really does. It does, but it really makes you look dumb. It makes you look dumb. It makes you look whack. And it makes you look hella sus. Makes you look like, you know, you a female that wants to lick a puss. Or you a, a, a man that wants to suck a dick. It really be making you look... Like that. All three men have been arrested. Obviously, Iran has its own ways. So who knows if real justice will be served there because they still out here with legislations that say you can be, you know, dismissed and basically outed from the army um, by law due to sexuality. So... Mm, I don't really feel, I don't feel like, oh, the best is going to happen. Yes, whoop-de-whoop, whoop, we're glad that they've been arrested, but, like, let's not congratulate a, a fish for swimming. Do you know what I mean? Um, but my, my thoughts, my prayers go out to anyone that knew him, to the boyfriend, oh, my God, to the boyfriend, to the family members. And it is just, it really just isn't, it's, it's not nice things, Uh and this is the fear that so many young boys, girls, non-binaries all around the world still still live with, you know, it's, and, it, and it's disgusting. So I did share a little thing about it. Feel free to repost it so, you know, this story gets more awareness and like we can really shine that light of shame on that on that on that fat on the people that did that and on the country where this is almost socialized to be normal slash encouraged you know like where the rules and regulations of said country basically encourage and promote this kind of behavior and homophobia and it's resulting in people's sons brothers loved ones boyfriends being murdered like beheaded bruv like are you how do you anyway um let's 
heavy now. Um, okay, right. So I read a post which really didn't shock me uh, that LGBTQ plus and black authors receive racist and homophobic reviews on Google Reads. So, yeah, um, according to a report from the I, um, authors from different minorities have been subjected to hate in their review sections for their books. So Goodreads, which was acquired by Amazon in 2013, has been subject to criticisms over the years for its lack of moderation and community guidelines that tackle hate speech. Um, a lady by the name of Liari Tamani, a black author with novels on the site, opened up about receiving an extremely racist review on one of her books. In the anonymous condiment, because of course they move anonymously because they don't have no backbone. Wow. Like anyway, um, in the anonymous comment, they wrote, stop appropriating white culture and followed up by saying, I know it's superior. If I could slap through the screen your anonymous face i would do it on repeat like uh the reviewer also told uh tamani to get her own technology medicine literature music and sports while also ended their comment with white lives matter um lgbtq plus authors have also faced similar sentence um instances uh within their review sections uh this does not come by any surprise to me. You know, you have a space that is un, like not watched or policed to a sense, then people are going to move fucking mad. But with all of their honesty and all of their vim and all of their chest, which is what, you know, marginalized communities and minorities are facing. Um, I hope Amazon step in or Goodreads step in and, you know, highlight this. I hope more people that listen to this podcast can go, oh, you know, because there are still people out there, believe it or not, believe it or not. There are still people out there that think racism is, you know, just a hashtag. It's just something from history books. Mate, these reviews have been written in the last couple of weeks. Like, say something. Say something. People are very much out here still, like with hate in their hearts, and that's that that that's good for them. But it will just, they will never know peace. They will never know how to spell the word peace. Joy will be something that they will lack, that their food lacks, like seasoning and things of those things. Um, yeah, it's just another, it's just another plate on the table of racism. Uh, that people are ignoring and saying is empty. But, you know, we we lad up the ting, we acknowledge the ting, I talk about the thing, and then hopefully people acknowledge it and things get done. But it's another day in, in a racist world, bitch. You know, in a racist, homophobic world, it is just another day. So I want to even pull over just from that and congratulate every black every brown, every ethnic, every non-white, every non-straight um, human being out there creating, putting out work. Because not only as creators do we get subject to, and we put ourselves up for, you know, um, crit crit critical analysation or just to be talked about in media or blogs or whatnot, 
But also on a professional level, like we will get more being black, being not white, being not straight. We will get more scrutiny. We will get more prejudice. We will get more homophobia, um, racism. Sometimes the two of them motherfuckers and the women like, you know, like it's not easy for us. So I just want to say a big up to all of you that are still despite getting these kind of reviews, despite not getting support when you know it's your it's deserved, you know, big up to you, man. Um, Brandy and Mariah Carey are going to be collaborating on a song called Call Me. Now, I've not necessarily needed any more Brandy music. Now, this is something I find hard to say because I love Brandy. Like, I will listen to If You're Looking to Find A Love That Will Stay To The End of Time. Baby, relax your mind, your love is here. <laughs> love Brandy, you know. About what about hope? What you do this time? So I've started too low. I know somebody's lying. And I'm just trying to be me. Do what I gotta do. Some people need it. Like a bop, like bops, like I just, I love the older stuff. That's the point I'm really getting to. I like the older stuff. All of that baby mama, baby this, and AO, whatever the fuck that last album was. Begging and Pleading is where I said, okay, Begging and Pleading was a bop, but that was really where I took my permanent ink marker and drew a line under the download list that was Brandy Music. Like, <laughs> I said no more. I said no, rough ends, no more. No, that's 3LW. No more, baby, I'm gonna do right. But yeah, not here for it. Love the old stuff. Will not take away her talent as a vocalist to this day, even though when I saw her in London, she didn't sing Life We Move. But like, don't need no more. Don't need no more. Mariah Carey, you know what? Despite me not listening to her as much as, you know, some of the other girls, um, I do, I do actually like, I like, I like her. I like her. I like her voice. It'd be interesting to see, like, who produces this because, you know, they're not, they're both, neither of them are, like, new school. They're both old school. And, I have recent, I don't know about you guys, but did you guys hear the Fergie and Sweetie song? Oh. I just had to really lean back in my chair because I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. One bit. What was it called again? I can't remember. It was trash. It was trash. Fergie out here trying to trying to be at one with the 16-year-olds. Sweetie, you know. <laughs> Trying to pretend like there's no way in hell that she likes this song. I just don't see it for her. If she like, I don't, I don't know. But like, it was all very forced. Collaboration wasn't needed. But I understand. One of them was old school. One of them new school. I thought, well, okay, maybe it could work. Now we've got two old school eyes here coming together. So I don't feel like necessarily one's going to pull one in a different direction. Or like, they're not going to be, they can, they're going to be able to vibe straight away. Because they're from the same era. I just don't want, like, a little 20-year-old producer to come in. Wow, I really feel old about little 20-year-old. Oh, shit. 
But like, I don't want like a little twenty year old to come in and like make some beat and then. I feel like Mariah is definitely not going to do something she didn't feel comfortable with. But I, with Brandy, I feel like she's so creative and will just, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I ain't really, I don't need it, though, if I'm being honest. I'm just being honest. Oh, speaking of Dawn Richard, she released a new piece of music. Yeah, it came up on my title the other day that Dawn Richard um, put out uh, an EP. I think it was independent. I can't actually remember, but I I didn't I didn't listen to it, and I I love her. She's another one that can sometimes some of the pieces are a bit really creative for me, but yeah, it was called uh, Second Line, and and it was released um, on the thirtieth of April, twenty twenty one. I'm unsure. Okay, this is a little. Oh. Mixing, right. This is a little blurb from um, title that I'm going to read out. I never do this, but you know why we're here. So Dawn Richards moved to Merge Records for Second Line, provided an instant boost to her profile. From an artistic standpoint, it's transparent, utilizing the higher platform to simply advance her modern synthesis of pop and dance music styles that have sprung from rhythm and blues. The Dynamo also continues to derive concepts from her duplicity as a cultural anthropologist and futurist. There aren't any syncopated grooves in the manner of traditional second line drumming native to Richard's or Richard's beloved New Orleans, but the album is a representation of the protagonist's leading of a profession of a um, procession to observe the death of all creative restrictions imposed by the music industry. Subtitled An Electro Revival, Second Line is more an extension of related forms that preceded and followed early 80s electro from soul and funk to uh, house bounce. What is bounce? May I don't know. And footwork inspired still by the totality of her lineage. Richard starts the album by introducing and personifying cover star King Crayle, a commanding figure who projects stealth omnipotence with deep voiced declarations like to head of you bitches. Take take a mirrors to catch me threaded from start to finish are segments of Richard's mother answering her daughter's questions about second lines, upbringing, and romance. That is cute. Uh, the last subject prompts a mention of Richard's father, whose piano guides a following interlude in which the singer breaks free from a disastrous relationship. Uh, elsewhere, desire, longing, and heartache tend to commingle with the greater amount of material that fizzes with resolve, pride, and eminence. Although there are fewer flat-out astonishing moments here than on earlier LPs, numerous cuts elicit blues, shedding movement, and seem unfadeable. unfeedable. Hmm. Nostalgia, boomerang, and bust it for me. Oh, I like that one. Bust it for me. Make a... Make for a torrid... Okay, you know what? This is longer than I thought it was going to be. But basically, I, I'll, I'll read this next time. I like the fact that it's got a little blurb. I never really do that. But yeah, the front cover's cute. She just looks like a little... A little Wakandan Power Ranger, to be honest. Love to see it. Um, I was really not even going to talk about that. Um, So, Salt Bay has got a new restaurant. And they sell a steak that is covered in gold... 
for seven hundred thousand pounds. Who taking me there? Which one of you niggas is taking me there? Hmm. Who taking me there? I'ma take it there. I'ma take it there. I need someone to sing that song to me like Chris Brown. Who's taking me? I want to eat steak with gold on the something. Okay, I want it. You ain't going to catch me foot in the bill, though. <laughs> it's not happening. I might go there and see what the starters are saying, though. <laughs> Don't judge me when you see me in Salt Bay's new restaurant. And if you see me there with a piece of trade. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness me. What some people would do. Like, you know me. I'm known for... For, you know, liking nice things, doing nice things and having nice things. But you are never, unless I'm like billionaire, you are never, ever going to catch me eating that kind of meat. 700,000 for a steak that is not cooked by Beyonce. <laughs> not me. In other news, we are having the return of Scala urban world i am so excited this is what i mean at the beginning of the episode i was thinking not thinking i was saying you know like everything is opening up and it starts to get normal like they posted they 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 artwork and before i remember once a month we would see it and i'd get gas and go and it's been over a year and i am so excited to go to you know to be to really start to to invest more and partake more in the black queer culture that we've got here in London, like I love it. When you ain't be, when you motherfucker right, so you deal motherfuckers ruin it. You fucking ruin it. You ruining it. You ruining it. In it. You ruining in it. Like you really are. You ruin it, and you stush ones ruin it too. Even though people be thinking I'm stush, but you could come up to me and chat to me and say nice things, yeah? Then you'll see I'm a really good guy. But don't really do that because I'm also really quite shy. But otherwise, I'm nice. I'm nice. But you DL ones that cause mess, that wanna cause drama because you're trying to be in Scala, you're trying to be in Urban World and trying to be, you know, winding up with the boys, but then, you know, wanna, oh, oh but my girl should, and all it problems that we don't need and then you stush ones want to not like like want to look at people funny because they're wearing the same thing or because they ain't got the latest this and or like you just want to be stood there like you're it's like you're part of some museum fam like now we've come there to shake the ash right let's stop this bougie fucking i want to be your friend or dl and lies and deceit like, let's stop this and let's just create a nice little community because it's been we've you've had a whole year to to stand and be stush and not chat to everyone and social distance. Now when we go back, let's do better, please. Let's do better, please. But yeah, to the team of uh, Urban World Scala, I'm so excited. Um, thank you so much for bringing this back again. Um, shout out to all the DJs, of course, Mark Ashley, who's been on this podcast before. Can't wait to have him back. I just can't wait to go and just shake my motherfucking tail feather and just do good vibes. Um keeping it in the in the in the realm of london it's been getting hello hood right in in fucking selfages what's going on guys do you know anyone that was a part of this foolishness i know one of them was a drill rapper 
by the name of uh, Bandit's Okay, but it's okay. Band Okay. Band Okay, who's a part of some like drug group by the name of OFC or some bullshit. I don't know. I don't listen to none of that. But apparently, allegedly, he was involved in this scuffle in which, you know, there were manic. I saw the videos. I saw the videos on Instagram like you guys did of, you know, people picking up mannequins and throwing them. I didn't see not one security member, you know, didn't see not one. I definitely saw a, a skinny white chick in her little TBC uniform or or her little black, you know, suit for whatever stand she was on, like trying to mediate the thing to say the least but yeah apparently someone was stabbed like was taken to hospital and straight away once they recovered were arrested along with like five other people six other people uh one girl age 20 and then all the other were like men zz mills even took out to um twitter to just be like oh i think she tweeted like sigh this is sad uh due to the fact that she recently did an interview with this drill rapper that was out here throwing tantrums and and things in Selfridges. Like, it just looks bad. And also, Selfridges is just nice things. Like, that's, like, I hate to say this, but save that for your, for your, save that for somewhere else. Yeah? Please. It's not, it's not fair. It's not right. And it's also not okay. Um, but yeah, the Selfridges is really becoming the ghetto now. But then again, when I look around at all these kids, yeah, like these drill rappers, like I said, are 20 and 19 and kids. When I was that age, I went shopping in those Selfridges. I mean, I was going in there because I knew I liked nice things. But best believe I was going to, they used, remember, they used to have a little top man section, you know. And that, that would be me. Very much me. Um, and it's actually only really recently that, well, like for my 24th, 20, mm, lies, my 22nd, my 21st birthday, I did have a Louis Vuitton bag for my, okay, so maybe I was there. But like, I feel like nowadays, like, I'd be seeing like kids, like 15, 16 in, in designer things that like, maybe it's because they got Instagram and all that now and they'd be seeing it and then I didn't really know. But like, yeah, wow, selfages and niggas. Nigger tree, the nigger tree in Selfridge, the nigger tree in Selfridges is a bit mad and not needed. Like, I like to do nigger shit in Selfridges and be loud and be whatever, but we don't need that kind of nigger tree. That kind of ghetto, we don't need. We love a bit of ratchet, but we don't need that ghetto-ness. No, 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 no. Also, someone had a blade, like, Nah, fam, when are we going to stop? They, we, we got people out here already kidnapping and doing shit to us. Why are we doing it anyway? Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. But yeah, I think that's all I've really got for, oh, oh, no, I don't know, I don't know, I don't. Last thing, Brit Awards is back. I want to big up the Brit Awards, yeah. Not only because I went to school in the Brit school, but they, it was the very first live event of the uk ever last night tuesday the 10th no tuesday the 11th of may pivotal groundbreaking another huge step towards like back to normal whatever this new normal may be and i'm so here for it congratulations to like i had a lot of friends that were there that performed 
congratulations y'all was sick i didn't get a chance to watch because i was working but i seen the clips on instagram killed it i want to really big up Dua Lipa, you know like i i rarely be you know bigging up white people on this show but i i give it up where it's due okay i give it up where it's due and she won an award and in her acceptance speech um, you know, said that she wanted part of her award to go to this uh, dame. I can't remember the name, but it was a, it was a nurse, and she said, you know, she's spent her whole life, her career, dedicating it to being a nurse. You know, everyone was clapping, clapping, round of applause, round of applause, and she said, Boris Johnson, like, there's a big difference between gratitude and respect, and as much as like clapping is good, we need to also give them the correct pay rise everyone is clapping oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah i said yes bitch okay and then she went on to say you know what everybody get on your feet and let's give a round of applause and i thought oh, but did you not just say let's pay them but i thought also at the same time from what, what you what you're gonna do but the fact that she's been speaking about it, i was like yes bitch okay and she was just like everybody let's give the nhs a round of applause but also send boris johnson a message that we are very much all here for a fair pay rise for our frontline you know, workers. I said, bit okay, yes, yes, yes. Um, so big up Joe Lipper. Also big up to Brit, the Brit Awards in general because if you didn't know, little fun fact, they actually gave I think it was two thousand five hundred of the tickets to attend the Brit Awards to key workers. Love to see it. Really love to see it. Really nice gesture. Really, really nice gesture. Um, love the looks that I saw. Some of the looks on the red carpet were very meh. Very meh. In fact, I'm sorry, I'm being honest. What's his name? The one that was in It's a Sin. Edward, no. Oh. Um. Shining. No. All stars. Oli. Oli stars? No. Oli. Oli. Meh, I can't remember, but you know exactly who I'm on about, and that's really no shade. I'm just actually just really tired. Um, yeah, he was wearing Gucci, and mm, it looked a bit poochy for me. Um, a lot of the a lot of the people, I just didn't really get. Like, I wasn't really blown away by numbers. Look, Emanike was giving me everything. I loved that. It was very oh, you know playing on the feminine energy but had you know the stereotypical color blue uh, which is you know meant to be masculine but it was this like really soft baby blue i said yes it just looked gorgeous on him um and the makeup was tremendous too and i love the details on the hand don't i see you beyonce with the with the with the shots on the details um but yeah otherwise wasn't really blown away by many people on the red carpet um little mix did get up to speak yeah, they did. They got up and were just saying, oh, yeah, only the three of them, uh, you know, that they won best group, best artist, and it, or best group, that was it. And it was the first time a female group had won, a, a British female group had won it. And um, so they, like, almost said, we want to share this award with, like, Spice Girls, Sugar Babes, Atomic Kitten, blah, 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 all saints. I just thought, oh, that was cute. That was really nice. You know, the two girls were there with their baby bumps. What, their names? Leanne Pinnock and uh, Perry. Oh, I'm getting good at that. Yeah, they... Yeah, I never used to know their names. But, yeah, they looked beautiful. They were glowing, you know. 
with their round tenants growing in their wombs and just, oh, just lovely jubbly. People really were at it in lockdown. Um, but yeah, that is it for Miles Measures this week. Now, I'm uh, actually only going to like answer two of the questions because I've got to give my belt. And sis, I ain't going to lie, I'm up so early tomorrow. I gotta get I gotta get me some sleep. Question. So someone responded and said, uh, so last week's topic on the thicker man was interesting. And went on to say, when was the last time you matched on a thicker wait? When was the last time you matched a thicker man on hinge? And if not, why not? I want to premise this by just giving you a little update. Like last week, I spoke about Will Smith and the, the picture that he posted of his body. And, you know, I just like unpacked what I thought and my take on what men have to go through and our expect, um, our the, the, what is expected of us in, in, in terms of what is sexy or what is acceptable and uh, the platforms that we actually have space in. Um, which are not that many, but um, go back to that episode and listen to that. I think it's called Free Willy. I can't remember, but it was it was last week's episode uh, to get more context. But basically, let's start by saying when did I last actually match on someone on Hinge with someone that you know I actually am excited about? Is dead? Is dead? Is dead? 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 dead on there? Is dead? Now. I do feel like some people may cancel me for this, but like I say, I'm going to keep it real on this motherfucker, yeah? But if I'm being honest, like, if we're talking, like, Miles, when's the last time you matched with a thick guy or whatever? If you mean, when you say thick, you mean fat, like, like, around? Never. Never have. Never will. But actually, not never will. That's, I don't know. But from right now, you know, half past 11 at night <laughs> on the on the 11th of May, I do not see myself matching with a fat human being. I don't see it for me. Do I like a skinny man? No. Do I like the malnourished? No. Have I been with someone that is slim? Yes, because, you know, the heart does what the heart does. And so, you know, like, and this motherfucker was bony, like bony, like bony. Um, But, you know, I was, I, was, I was shocked too. I was shocked too. But, you know, like I said, the heart do what the heart want to do. So that's why I can't stand here and really say with my chest, I will never, uh, you know, match with a, with a fat person um, on, on the hinge in the future or a thick person. Um, I consider myself to be slim. I don't even know now. I don't know. Am I slim thick? I don't. Mm, I don't know. Maybe potentially, but what I'm saying is that I don't like skinny, skinny motherfuckers, and I don't like you know fat motherfuckers. I like them average, average but muscular. I can't lie. I'm. St I can't lie. Like that's how I likes them. If that's what gets my dick hard, that's what gets my dick hard. That's what I likes. Okay. 
It just really is what it is. And maybe that's because I've been socialized into that. I don't know. I really don't know. Because let's not forget, if you go, if you've been listening to this, you know, podcast or you know me, I never even used to find a men's them attractive. I, I, you know, I had girlfriends before and one long term girlfriend. Like I wasn't, it wouldn't never not so am I suppressed. It was just very much. I just like the puss and the tits and still do, but not the same way. I love the dick right now. Let's, let's keep it a thousand. But like with men's that like I'd, I'd be liking them and it's got, it's got more and more like, oh, muscular, but like this. It has got more of that. Um, but I think that's because of how I've been, you know, the more I've got familiar and in and around gay culture or LGBTQDL culture, that probably is something I've learned and picked up. Most probably, you know. Um, but like I said, like... I've been with someone that has been skinny before. Do I like it? And if I'm, if I saw that person and never knew that person, um, but I saw them on an app, it would probably be a uh, next, which just goes to show, like, mm, that that physical isn't everything. Like, and it and it isn't. It's a big part. Don't get it fucking twisted. It is a big part. But like, on these apps, I'm sorry, but like you're never gonna match with someone, to my knowledge, to me, in my opinion, before you drag me about never and someone of you one of you goes, Oh, but I, but I or my friend. Me, Miles, yeah. I am never gonna match with someone on an app like that based on their personality if what I'm seeing is pictures. Cause that's is a phone, bruv. Do you know what I mean? Like we're only ever really gonna match off of our physical attraction because that's really the only thing. And even then, that is blurred because you, some of you are dumb and be putting face masks on, like your your COVID nineteen face masks on your profile pictures on these apps, or you be having three, four, five, five different motherfuckers in your first and second profile picture. So, and also we've got some real artists out here that do things on Facetune and 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 Photoshop, and be out here when they dark skin looking like yeah Anne Boleyn, like like like. And you got you know thick boys looking skinny and skinny boys looking thick and it's all a mess. But to answer your question, technically, I matched with a thick slash fat guy a few years ago. But that was only because in his pictures, he looked slimmer. And then when he came towards me and I saw, you know, like not to not to like make a joke or nothing but like when the weight of the situation was really assessed i realized it wasn't for me and now we both have to be awkward in that you know uh and there's nothing wrong with i don't think there's anything wrong with preference i've got into things before with friends or people and it's got like heat or whatever because at the end of the day what ain't for me is definitely going to be for someone else i ain't for everybody not everyone likes a mixed race boy. Not everyone wants their man to be under six foot. I'm very much under six foot. Not everyone wants a man whose dick is, you know, long and thick because some not everyone can take it. You know, that is just me saying that <laughs> that not that I'm not everyone's cup of tea and that is okay. You know, there are people out there that want a thick man. 
like that or, or a fat man or a fat woman or a fat non-binary there are people out there that want to see you know the way that belly move when they're hitting it from the front and the back because you know you can see it from the back too sometimes and they love that and i think that's great like i think there's a bigger person out there that needs that that kind of love and that attention. Same way there's someone out there that likes the way I look and I like the way someone else looks and whatever, whatever. But basically, yeah, no, ain't never done it. Don't know whether I'll do it again. Don't really see it happening. But who knows? At one point, I didn't ever think that I would be with a man's. And now I've had it touching the, the tingly thing in the back of my throat. So you never know. Um, Another question. Where do you plan on going when things first open up? But I know you like the box. I've yet to go. And will you be there when it all opens up again? <laughs> Funny. And I don't even know this person. Um, oh. Well, I really do plan on opening up. Like, huh. I want to go to Scala. Like, I even spoke about that before. Like, I can't wait to go to Scala. Um, I think that was sometime in July. I can't remember. But um, I know I am actually, oh, this is perfect segue. I'm actually um, hosting one of my friend's events or like club nights or whatever it's called. Yeah, club night. Wow. Um, it's called the Connections Party, the Return, uh, day to night party. And it's at Clapham Grand uh, in Clapham, London. And tickets, I put the link in my bio, is tickets are in, they're going to be in my bio and in the episodes thing. But I'm going to be there, but that is on the 27th of June, so shit, that's next month. Uh, so maybe I'll be there before I'm anywhere else, but otherwise, yeah, I do miss the box. I wonder how it's going to be there, because like so much has changed, and like, with COVID regulations, I don't know whether they're going to be able to be doing the things that they was doing in there before, girl. <laughs> but, um... Oh my god, that's such a good question. Yeah, probably the probably the box. Uh, and to be honest, I'm really excited to start doing more nights of my own, both for charity twerk and for nice things nights as well. So, yeah. Um. Okay, I'll take one more question. I'm uh, actually only gonna like answer two of the questions because I've got to give my belt. And sis, I ain't gonna lie, I'm up so early tomorrow. I gotta get I gotta get me some sleep. So someone <laughs> responded and said, uh, so last week's topic on the thicker man was interesting. And went on to say, when was the last time you matched on a thicker wait, when was the last time you matched a thicker man on hinge? And if not, why not? I want to premise this by just giving you a little update. Like last week I spoke about Will Smith and the, the picture that he posted of his body. And, you know, I just like unpacked what I thought and my take on what men have to go through and our expect, um, our, the, the, what is expected of us in, in, in terms of what is sexy or what is acceptable and uh, the platforms that we actually have space in. Um, which are not that many, but um, go back to that episode and listen to that. I think it's called Free Willy. Can't remember, but it was it was last week's episode uh, to get more context. But basically, let's start by saying when did I last actually match on someone on Hinge with someone that you know I actually am excited about. 
is dead, is dead, is dead, 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 dead on there. Is dead. Now, I do feel like so, some people may cancel me for this, but like I say, I'm going to keep it real on this motherfucker, yeah? But if I'm being honest, like if we're talking like Miles, when's the last time you matched with a thick guy or whatever? If you mean, when you say thick, you mean fat, like, like around, never, never have, never will, but actually not never will, that's, I don't know, but from right now, you know, half past 11 at night <laughs> on the, on the 11th of May, I do not see myself matching with a fat human being. I don't see it for me. Do I like a skinny man? No. Do I like the malnourished? No. Have I been with someone that is slim? Yes. Because, you know, the heart does what the heart does. And so, you know, like, and this motherfucker was bony. Like, bony. Like, bony. Um, but you know, I was, I was, I was shocked too. I was shocked too. But you know, like I said, the heart do what the heart want to do. So that's why I can't stand here and really say with my chest, I will never, uh, you know, match with a with a fat person, um, on on hinge in the future or a thick person. Um, I consider myself to be slim. I don't even know now. I don't know. Am I slim thick? I don't. Mm. I don't know. Maybe, potentially. But what I'm saying is that I don't like skinny skinny motherfuckers and I don't like, you know, fat motherfuckers. I like them average. Average, but muscular. I can't lie. I'm st I can't lie. Like, that's how I like them. If that's what gets my dick hard, that's what gets my dick hard. That's what I likes. Okay? It just really is what it is. And maybe that's because I've been socialized into that. I don't know. I really don't know. Because let's not forget, if you go, if you've been listening to this, you know, podcast or you know me, I never even used to find a men's them attractive. I, I, you know, I had girlfriends before and one long term girlfriend. Like I wasn't, it wouldn't never, not, so am I suppressed? It was just very much, I just like the puss and the tits and still do, but not the same way. I love the dick right now. Let's, let's keep it a thousand. But like with men's, like I'd, I'd be liking them and it's got, it's got more and more like, oh, muscular, but like this. It has got more of that. Um, but I think that's because of how I've been, you know, the more I've got familiar and in and around gay culture or LGBTQDL culture, that probably is something I've learned and picked up. Most probably, you know. Um, but like I said, like... I've been with someone that has been skinny before. Do I like it? And if I'm, if I saw that person and never knew that person, um, but I saw them on an app, it would probably be a uh, next, which just goes to show, like, mm, that that physical isn't everything. Like, and it and it isn't. It's a big part. Don't get it fucking twisted. It is a big part. But like, on these apps, I'm sorry, but like you're never gonna match with someone, to my knowledge, to me, in my opinion, before you drag me about never and someone of you one of you goes, oh but I, but I or my friend. Me, Miles, yeah. I am never gonna match with someone on an app like that based on their personality, 
if what I'm seeing is pictures. Because that is a phone, bruv. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're only ever really going to match off of our physical attraction. Because that's really the only thing. And even then, that is blurred. Because you, some of you are dumb and be putting face masks on. Like, your, your COVID-19 face mask on your profile pictures on these apps. Or you be having three, four, five, five different motherfuckers in your first and second profile picture. So, and also we've got some real artists out here that do things on Facetune and 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 Photoshop, and be out here when they dark skin, looking like yeah, Anne Boleyn, like like like. And you got you know, thick boys looking skinny and skinny boys looking thick and. <laughs> It's all a mess. But to answer your question, technically, I matched with a thick slash fat guy a few years ago. But that was only because in his pictures, he looked slimmer. And then when he came towards me and I saw, you know, like not to not to like make a joke or nothing but like when the weight of the situation was really assessed i realized it wasn't for me and now we both have to be awkward in that you know uh and there's nothing wrong with i don't think there's anything wrong with preference i've got into things before with friends or people and it's got like heat or whatever because at the end of the day what ain't for me is definitely going to be for someone else i ain't for everybody not everyone likes a mixed race boy. Not everyone wants their man to be under six foot. I'm very much under six foot. Not everyone wants a man whose dick is, you know, long and thick because some not everyone can take it. You know, that is just me saying that <laughs> that not that I'm not everyone's cup of tea and that is okay. You know, there are people out there that want a thick man like that, or, or a fat man or a fat woman or a fat non-binary there are people out there that want to see you know the way that belly move when they're hitting it from the front and the back because you know you can see it from the back too sometimes and they love that and i think that's great like i think there's a bigger person out there that needs that that kind of love and that attention same way there's someone out there that likes the way i look and i like the way someone else looks and whatever whatever but basically yeah no ain't never done it don't know whether i'll do it again don't really see it happening but who knows at one point i didn't ever think that i would be with a man's and now i've had it touching the, the tingly thing in the back of my throat so you never know um another question where do you plan on going when things first open up? I know you like the box. I've yet to go. And will you be there when it all opens up again? <laughs> Funny. And I don't even know this person. Um, oh. Well, I really do plan on opening up. Like, huh. I want to go to Scala. Like, I even spoke about that before. Like, I can't wait to go to Scala. Um, I think that was sometime in July. I can't remember. But um, I know I am actually, oh, this is perfect segue. I'm actually um, hosting one of my friend's events or like club nights or whatever it's called. Yeah, club night. Wow. Um, it's called the Connections Party, the return uh, day to night party. And it's at Clapham Grand uh, in Clapham, London. 
And tickets, I put the link in my bio, is tickets are in, they're going to be in my bio and in the episode's ting. But I'm going to be there, but that is on the 27th of June, so shit, that's next month. Uh, so maybe I'll be there before I'm anywhere else. But otherwise, yeah, I do miss the box. I wonder how it's going to be there because, like, so much has changed. And, like, with COVID regulations, I don't know whether they're going to be able to be doing the things that they was doing in there before, girl. <laughs> but, um, oh, my God, that's such a good question. Yeah, probably the probably the box. Uh, and to be honest, I'm really excited to start doing more nights of my own, both for charity twerk and... And for nice things, nights as well. So, yeah. So it is now time for Get the Belt. This week I'm keeping it really short and sweet because I really can't be bothered. Uh, my belt goes to Boris Johnson. Uh, an investigation has been launched against him and a holiday that he had in 2020. Yes, 2020. Only 2020, but still 2020. Uh, the, rest, the rest of the world knew a pandemic was here. Um... Many countries were already suffering from it. Uh, but our Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, took over £15,000 from the head of Carphone Warehouse, uh, who are known for being huge donors to the Conservative Party. Um, yet, allegedly, allegedly, gifted him over £15,000 for a holiday in the Caribbean. Uh, we are... Obviously, when you give things like this, things, especially the past has shown us that, you know, the Tory government, when they receive gifts from their friends, they end up doing their friends favours and nicing their mates, you know, in tech companies, etc, etc. So uh, an investigation has been put out to, you know, see the ins and outs of that transaction. Um and things of that nature, but like Boris, like bra fam, you're getting the belt because you saw this pandemic coming and you decided fifteen thousand pounds from your friend that owns this company was going to be spent on probably the deadest, you know, food out there. Yeah, you might have had a nice apartment. I saw the villa with the pool look cute, but. I know that you didn't spend that money well because look at the way you run this country, bruv. Like, you get the, you're get you getting the belt. The fact that you are, are okay uh, to take £15,000 to do to do up holiday, yeah, but in 2020, yeah, in 20-fucking-20, 20 there are footballers out here, such as um, Marcus Rashford, doing bits to get food on the table for, for the kids of this country that you are meant to be looking out for. Bruv, like, kids in England went hungry, yet you had your friends gifting you £15,000 to go and come back looking like burnt lobster. Are you fucking mad, bruv? Not only that, yeah, not only that, the whole NHS ran out of PPE. PPE. But where were you and your friends then to, you know, facilitate for these kind of things? What were you doing? You were moving mad. So for me, you get the belt for sheer, the sheer goal and like just lack of empathy and like like you are a real brass neck. Like you are a real brass neck. The fact that you're you're swanning, you felt no way to swan to the Caribbean before all of this happened take money but then have the the audacity 
to and 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 the and the and the sheer you know nerve to then be like raw well i can't feed these kids oh I can't feed, they're going to have to go hungry and oh, well I don't know where we're going to get this PPE from, we're not going to do that, we're not going to do that when only months prior to this literally months prior 15,000 fucking quid is being gifted to you from one of many, many different corporations to pay for your for your, for your dirty holiday but when you need when your real job isn't being met and when you are struggling for finances or allegedly struggling for finances or just misplacing that money when the when the country you know outcries and said says president not president prime minister or boris feed our kids please give our frontliners the protection that they that they need so they're not dying all of a sudden you don't know where to get the money but your brethren's are giving you 15,000 pounds to literally come back looking like like looking like spam a lot Nah, you get the belt for just fucking moving mad and having the having the cheek, the cheek of you, cheeky, you're cheeky and childish, Boris, for saying anything to do with not having finances to do anything last year. And from 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 here on out, Kelly Rowland, from here on out, you bet you just do fucking better, okay? You get the belt this week, Boris Johnson. Thank you so much, guys, for listening this week. Thank you for the questions. Thank you for coming back. Remember to subscribe, rate, review all of the things. And if you're listening, please do share to your Instagram story and share and share. Well, well not necessarily just your Instagram story. If you be on Twitter, tweet. If you're on Facebook, do that. And if you've got your people with them on WhatsApp, send it through there. I really, really appreciate the love. Um, yeah, keep your eyes peeled in the next few weeks. Uh, Dancers Network will be releasing, uh, through Nice Things Network, the series of podcasts that I will be recording for them, uh, called the Where Are We Now podcast. I've already spoken to some amazing people. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm gonna ju- just say one, just say one. The founder of Ballet Black, oh, oh, Ballet Black, the only uh, black, um, British ballet company. Um, you know, and the first to to, to be created, uh, the founder of that um, Casa Plan show. We had a great conversation about representation in the arts. It was super, super dope. And I've got so many more, like so many exciting ones to come as well. Like, I just can't wait. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was very nervous. Like, obviously, I'm used to being on Get the Belt and swearing and talking about swallowing dicks and like just doing whatever, whatever. But this I had to really do do professional now you know like this is professional but like it's in a completely different realm but yeah keep an eye out for those um like i said i'm hosting um i'm hosting the connections the return the connections party i'm gonna be posting on my instagram would love to see you there obviously it's limited tickets because of this whole six six table thing so get yours the link will be in my bio very soon if not dm me or the show we can send that to you so you can come and do nice things and see me there you know you know do nice things um but that's pretty much it uh, that's that's pretty much it. So if you want to send anything to the show, please email us at contactagetthebeltpod.com. And yeah, that's really me done, to be honest. I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 
Thank you so much for listening to the show. This is Home of Melanin Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts. I've been your host, Miles, and you have been listening to Get the Belt. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.